Warning, the discussions on this podcast could be construed as ignorant or dangerous and could lead to serious cognitive dissonance. Anticorbin 666 and the podcasts insist that no one attempt to have these discussions around family or respectable society. The discussions on this podcast are meant for this podcast fan base alone. Do not send Anticorbin 666 or the podcasts any angry direct messages. We will not open or view them. Yo, yo, yo. All right, let's talk about something that nobody wants me to talk about. Nobody likes this. I love Floyd Mayweather, right? Right. Okay, so the first time that I cried in our relationship, tell the podcasts. Uh, it was when he was telling me about Floyd Mayweather and his amazing record and just how, his, how good his skills were. <laughs> yeah. His career in general. It's the fact. It's the fact, Jack. Um, I was a little hesitant on if I should continue the relationship or not after that, but I weathered through and I think it was worth it. Okay. So the reason (laughs) that I cried about that, this was before the word cancel culture was coined or termed, uh, or it wasn't being used. And back then he had all these like allegations of beating women and stuff like that. And it just... It perplexed me the idea of how much somebody's career and public image could be destroyed by, I like, he'd worked harder than any person I'd ever seen in any sport or profession that I'd ever thought of. Like, it wasn't just him that had thought of it. It was his uncle and his dad both had studied as professional boxers for, for all their lives. They'd studied under professional boxers and Floyd's the culmination of all of that knowledge. So it's it's like generations of generations of knowledge that go into who he is. And like the idea of like maybe he did it, maybe he didn't, but the idea of if he did, he went through whatever the legal punishment was. Like sure there's going to be repercussions and stuff like that, but the fact that everybody got on this train of hating him. Everybody got on the train of hating him. It's kind of like, it reminds me of that Sinead O'Connor thing where it's like she went on SNL and she tore up that picture of the Pope and everybody mm-hmm. just, she hates Jesus and she hates God. Right. And it came out later that there was just all this child molestation and just... Right. People misunderstood it. Yeah. 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 It's, it's that level of cancel culture. Like, I've said this before, but the idea of cancel culture... It, it goes to every party. It goes to anybody that is trying to cancel someone for anything other than a substantive policy that goes against, like, if you're talking about a politician and you're saying, hey, let's remove this politician based on their actions, that's okay. That's right. somebody that's dictating policy over everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and even then, the degree of what their personal life is, I don't think it should play that much of a role as much as it is if like if it's hypocritical or something like that, I can understand, and that's a lot of straw grasping. But the idea of people putting in their life's work and having it disregarded for one simple thing, yeah, or just allegations like we, if you listen to this podcast, you know that people are going to come for me. If you're my fan, you know that people are coming for me. People will send me death threats. 
people people will eventually start sending Linda death threats, and probably eventually Corey will our son will probably get death threats, and that's just how it goes. Like, it's it's this culture of if you say anything or do anything that I don't like, then I'm gonna call and Kaepernick you. Or I'm going to, I'm going to say that you're racist or, and plenty of people are racist, but it doesn't mean that their career needs to be over. It doesn't mean that like John Cleese, uh, the Monty Python actor, the comedic guy that was in that, like he's super against cancel culture and the arguments in the opposite way are accountable culture. So let's hold people accountable, give them the chance to change. And I agree with that to some degree. Two, it's just the idea of like, we can't be, we can't be deciding that we're destroying people for this. Right. Like maybe we can rejudge things like, or like gone with the wind. There's some clearly some, some, uh, racy scenes in Mm -hmm. there where you go, oh my, well, this wouldn't fly in a production studio nowadays. Uh, especially in the acting in that manner or like the cartoons where they would draw big lips on minorities and even like Cleveland Indians today still looks like that. It's, it's weird how that still gets by, but. And kind of the opposite to that too mm-hmm. is what happened with the, the Dixie chicks. Do you remember that? How mm-hmm. back then you could not speak badly about the government, like about the president, people would mm-hmm. hang you up to dry but they were in another country. All they said was they didn't agree with the war and or and uh, President Bush, and they got fucking canceled so quick. But now they're back because people realize, oh, you should be able to talk shit on the president. Like there shouldn't be any. They're we talk so world. much shit on the president now that back then, seeing that now, it seems like nothing. Like what they said, you know what I mean? It's funny how. So everybody talks about that red pilling, blue pilling. I don't really give a fuck about what people use it for right now as far as like men's rights and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about people that are breaking outside of their realm of a mental prison. So the Dixie Chicks. <laughs> now known as the Chicks. Okay. so They took they, out the Dixie. They clearly have gone through some changes, <laughs> yes. right? Like that idea of them being like their fan base is so much... It was so much of that Republican country, uh-huh. uh, just that society, like that, good whatever that is. Yeah, exactly. Good old girls. And, and I'm not <laughs> hating on that. Clearly, I went to OSU. I, I've been a fan of, fan of Cowboys all my life. But the idea there is that you, your audience is what your audience is. If you're going to come out and say some shit like you don't support the Republican president right. and you're the dixie chicks you're gonna have to expect some blowback yeah and it's like if you're if you're gonna say this president doesn't hate blacks enough then you're probably gonna keep your fan base not all of it but you're (laughs) not gonna lose it entirely like Mm -hmm. they did um and it's just funny that they had to go through that like i'm sure there were some hard lessons learned by that level of doing that and to some degree it's uh you have to know what you're doing. Like if somebody comes out and they say some stupid shit over Twitter, you have to know that there's going to be some blowback. Like I don't say that cancel culture is like, you can just do anything that you want because cancel culture sucks. It's no, if you go out and you go to a crowd and you start yelling profanities at, at minorities and start calling them by the names that they don't want to be called, 
you can expect those leopards to eat your face. Right. You really can. Um, well, and you can definitely tell the Dixie Chicks learned because immediately when they came back, they changed their name because they didn't want to get canceled again. Yeah. They were like, oh, okay, we're just going to go ahead and go with the flow here and do what the people want. Yeah. <laughs> just change our name. I, uh, I got a bunch to talk about on cancel culture, but that was just... We could I do felt, a whole like series on that. Yeah, I've got a, a friend that I'm bringing on uh, before too long who's a, a fan of stand-up, been to a lot of shows, and he's he's a... We're going to talk a little bit about that too just to see what his perspective is. I think that he's nice. a pretty smart, intelligent guy. I'm a fan of him. And also, we're going to be having a few other people on soon. Uh, we're going to have a up-and-coming stand-up comedian from Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma City. He... I don't know exactly what award he won recently, but he won some up-and-coming comedian oh, wow. award. Yep, How it's cool really is really that? neat. I uh, to have him talk about that. It, out of I've done stand-up quite a few times in in a bunch of different places, and I found him to be the most just talented, ready to go package product out of anybody. So I'm excited to hear what this kid has to say. Um, other than that, there's. Uh, I'm going to be adding a video series to YouTube soon and just a few other things. So, yeah, I hope you guys have a good day. Everybody have a good one.